Welcome to the Feel Strong Fitness Podcast, fitness, nutrition, and lifestyle programs created for your goals and your reality. No magic pills, no judgments, and no time to waste. Let's get into it. Hey, hello, and welcome to the Feel Strong Fitness Podcast. This is Justin McClintock. Thank you so much for tuning in, downloading, pressing all the buttons to get me in your ears. We're talking load versus capacity today. This is going to be a condensed version of a longer seminar we've given before, but super important. Your load versus your capacity. What is it? Load is everything you're carrying, everything you're bringing in, everything you do. The load is your stressors, all of your stressors, everything. Your capacity is the ability to manage stress and stressors. How much can you take? How much can you do? Certainly your capacity can be measured in regards to a single movement or a single fitness modality, something like that. But we're talking about your capacity as a person, your capacity for all of it, to manage all of the stress. Load. Let's start there. Your load is basically made up of three items. The first being any pre-existing conditions. Nobody starts at zero. Everyone brings some load to the table just from go. This could be your injury history. This could be any sort of anatomic anomalies that are different with you than they are with the average population. Anything going on with you. This could be disease history. You have pre-existing conditions, things that are starting with you. They're just the way you are. On top of that, we have sleep, diet, and stress. Broadly recovery, but we like talking sleep, diet, stress as those three individual elements. Sleep, how much are you getting? What's the quality? How regularly are you doing it? Diet, are you getting enough calories? Is your macronutrient balance correct? Maybe talking about what your meal timing is like, maybe talking about what your supplementation is like, what your micronutrients are, possibly talking about how your blood work looks. All of these things have to do with your diet and then your stress. And we're talking about stress in everyday life. Your, what are you bringing in? Uh, Certainly like low sleep will contribute to stress, poor diet will contribute to stress. What else is going on? Sleep, diet, stress. So we have your pre-existing conditions. Everyone has some. That starts building. Imagine that there's a, a big pile and pre-existing conditions are on the bottom of it. Add on to that pile your sleep, your diet, and your stress. And this is how much of a load you're carrying. So if we are if we're talking in piles, the better quality and more sleep you're getting, the smaller smaller that pile gets. Because you're not carrying around a lot of load. You've been relieved of load. So poor sleep and low sleep quality would actually be a bigger pile, if that makes sense. It's going to raise that number. A very high quality diet will be a smaller pile than a relatively poor quality diet. High stress will be a big pile. Low stress will be a smaller pile. The third thing, pre-existing conditions, sleep, diet, stress, we're talking about your wants and your needs. It's the rest of life. It's everything else you do your work, your family, your relationships, how you move through the world, how you interact with your community, what your uh, friendships are like, your hobbies, certainly any exercising you're doing, 
All of these things are wants and needs. Now, we recognize that your load changes day to day. Your pre-existing conditions for terms of this discussion, let's say your pre-existing conditions aren't going anywhere. They're fixed in time. This isn't always true, but for our purposes, we're going to say you can't do anything to change your pre-existing conditions. Now, your wants and needs, we don't want to change those things. Ideally, we want your family you, to get everything you can out of your family, to get everything you can out of your relationships, to be doing the work you want to do in a way that is rewarding and fulfilling for you, to be able to pursue the hobbies you want to pursue, to be able to interact with your community in the way you want to interact with your community, and certainly to exercise in the way you want to exercise, to pursue, pursue your goals and results in that way. We don't want to take any of that away, but we have this amount of load. Now, looking at your capacity. Your capacity is what you can do. How much stress can you manage? How much of this stuff can you accumulate? How big can this pile build up before you hit your capacity limit? If that pile, if we're building up our piles of pre-existing conditions, sleep, diet, stress, wants and needs, and that pile exceeds your capacity, that's your breaking point. That's when you get injured. That's when you have hit an emotional breaking point. That's when life becomes really difficult, when your load exceeds your capacity. So what do we do? Well, ideally, if we looked at the pile in the order we just talked about, pre-existing conditions, sleep, diet, stress, wants and needs, the first instinct would probably be to take away some of those wants and needs. Now, we certainly don't want to take away needs. We don't want to take food away. We don't want to have you stop paying your rent. We don't want you to lose shelter. So then the next, next instinct is to take away the things you want, to take away the time with your family or your exercising or your hobbies or your communities. I'm suggesting that's not where we focus. We want to hang on to that stuff. So to lower that pile, we focus hard on sleep, diet, and stress. If those piles are relatively big, your sleep is in great quality, your diet is relatively poor, your stress is relatively high, if we can do the work and maybe focusing on one at a time, maybe doing small steps on all of them at a time, but if we can make that pile smaller, we can make more room for all of your wants and needs, family, hobbies, exercise, all of that great stuff, so it all fits within your capacity. If you're doing wall balls and on your 101st wall ball, your knee is in terrible pain all of a sudden, it spasms and you're like, oh my gosh, I got hurt. Hey, and you're talking about it two days later, how'd you get hurt? Oh, I got hurt doing wall balls. No, you didn't. That 101st wall ball just put you over your capacity. You brought in way too much stuff to do whatever number of wall balls you were going for. Yes, you were in the process of doing wall balls at the moment that you realized you were hurt. You got hurt because you exceeded your capacity. We want to decrease the load so that you can carry all of the things you want to do. You should be able to do those 101, 150, whatever, however many wall balls you're doing in this theoretical scenario because your sleep, diet, and stress are in line. Now, this is where it gets extra cool. We're discussing how you can adjust your load to stay under your capacity. 
especially focusing on sleep, diet, stress, to leave room for all this additional load you are wanting your needs so that stays below your capacity. At the same time, we can start adapting your capacity to be greater. And this is the essence of resistance training. This is the essence of a lot of fitness training. You know, the first time you ever squatted, maybe 45 pounds was a lot to squat, but you will adapt to it relatively quickly. Maybe on that day, squatting 45 pounds five times for a set of five was your absolute capacity and it beat you up and we really couldn't have done much more, especially with everything you brought in. You will adapt, your capacity will grow so that six months from now, perhaps you're doing 95 pounds for a set of five and that's appropriate and you're reacting in roughly the same way you did to 45 pounds by five six months before because we have adjusted your capacity we've raised it up and we can raise your capacity for all of these things we can raise your capacity to deal with these additional stresses in healthy progressive ways using some overload using a plan using methods to get you moving forward so not only do you not get hurt not only do you not get backed into a corner not only do you not hit setback after setback after setback because your load continues to exceed your capacity we will work on your sleep diet stress to reduce that load for a while and we will raise your capacity we're not going to use that raised capacity to go back to our old habits with sleep diet and stress we're going to use that capacity to fill your cup even more with wants and needs with the stuff you really want to be doing with the things you want to focus on use that raised capacity to do more to become a more full human being to continue expressing yourself in the ways you want to express yourself through exercise and otherwise if you can do both of these things if you can adjust your load stay under your capacity and this means adjusting it day to day this means recognizing some days are worse than others. If you slept poorly, if you had a fight, if you ate like garbage, your load that you're bringing in more load, you need to do less than you would do on another day. So you stay under your capacity. So adjusting that load day to day, if you can adjust your load and you can adapt your capacity to handle more load, if you can do both of those things, you are on the path to extraordinary progress which is why it's not easy. That's why it's difficult. That's why this stuff is hard. That's why people fall off the wagon all the time. That's why new habits are super hard to form. That's why these behaviors are challenging. I'm not here to say it's easy, but I'm just trying to paint a picture of how these things work and hopefully give you a, a visual painting with words as we are of what this looks like day to day and maybe a way for you to check in on yourself. When you go to exercise, when you walk into a class and throughout life, when you walk into work, when you sit down to have a conversation with your family, whatever you're doing, take a moment and check in what kind of load you're carrying and recognize how close you are to your breaking point. And this is physical, mental, emotional, and it's useful to check in on yourself and know what you can tolerate and know what you can handle. And if you're getting into a situation where you are likely to hit your breaking point, you need to reduce that load as quickly as possible and keep yourself safe.
Yes, I don't want you to do heavier squats because you can't hack it that day. You're going to get hurt. I also don't want you to put yourself in a situation at work that is going to result in you becoming emotionally traumatized because that particular day, because of other things going on, you simply can't handle it. It's useful to recognize and then you can take steps to work around it. I'm not telling you how to deal with your work. I don't know what you do. I don't know your exact professional setting, but I do know that if you recognize the load you're carrying, or you, re yeah, you recognize the capacity you have, and you recognize the load you're carrying, then you can check in and adjust your behaviors, figure out how much you're gonna add to that pile, so we stay under your capacity for a moment, live to move forward another day, live to train another day, live to work another day, all these things which are super important, and will keep you healthy and safe, and make sure that you at the end of the day, what do you think? Feel strong. We have a longer seminar about this. We'll probably film another one sometime soon, make it look good, put it on the tubes. But I like talking about this. I find it really useful for people. And sometimes that visual of the different piles, the pile of your load staying under the number of your capacity can be very useful. Uh, I think that's all I have to say about that for today. Thank you so much for tuning in. I really, really appreciate all the downloads, the reviews, the sharing. Uh, it makes a big, big difference, and it means the world to me. If you haven't done it, please go to wherever you listen to podcasts, leave a review, write some words, write something nice. It's not that hard. Five stars if you have it lying around. I really appreciate the five stars. And share this. Tell people about it. Share it on, on your social medias, your stories. If I haven't shown up in a TikTok yet, what's up, guys? Why is no one making TikToks about listening to the Feel Strong Fitness Podcast? I don't get it. It seems so natural. Someone should do that. I want to see a TikTok sometime soon. Thank you again so much for tuning in. It means the world to me. I'm Justin McClintock. Feel strong. Thank you, everyone, so much for listening. Please visit us at feelstrong.me. Find us on Instagram at feelstrongfit. You can DM us to get started, pick our brain, rate and review us on iTunes, please five stars there it makes a really big difference and folks remember we don't work with everyone but we'll talk to anyone if you're ready to get started today so are we thank you again and feel strong